Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. Lose or winning, I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Sports Coma with BQ and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. What's popping? Big ups to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in this episode of the show entitled Saints Coach Dennis Allen on Rectifying Team Mistakes. Do we have some car problems here? Do we <laughs> Do we have some damn car problems here? Do we need to be wearing and need to take to the shot? What's going on here? All right, so anyway, shout out to the fair. Appreciate y'all being in the stream, man. Please do me a favor. Please feel free to hit the like buttons. Hit the subscribe button by all means. Feel free to share. 
the show on your social media feed. We up in this thing. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to all the queens, man. Appreciate y'all on this late stream. Much love to the queens and kings of the coma. OG Jerry. What's up, Tyra? Big ups to you, babe. Appreciate you. Chantel, what's happening? What's popping? Much love to everybody. Elite, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you. Mr. No Charge, keep it real. To keep it real, shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you. OG to the third degree. Pro uh, props to you, brother. Pelicans Noel is in this thing as well. Young City Night Boy. Good to see y'all, man. Appreciate all y'all, man, for being in the stream. All right. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Gundam. My dog Gundam in here. Pammy Whammy. Shout out to you. All right, go ahead, Pammy. Happy 50th birthday to you. Happy who that birthday to you, girl. Go ahead on. All right, all right. Shout out to Pammy. Happy who that birthday to you, lady. Much love to you. Appreciate you. Three L's is in this thing. Shout out to you. Appreciate you as well. Good to see you. Barbara, shout out to you, queen. Appreciate you being in his thing. Dana, much love to the queens. Kate. All the queens is representing, man. I'm a fortunate guy, man. I have all the queens in the building, man. Much love. Gardner, shout out to you. Appreciate y'all being in this thing. 504 Co. It's Poppy 504 Hard Hitter. Much love to you, brother. Appreciate you for being in here. And big ups to everybody, man. Appreciate you. What's up, Antoinette? Shout out to you. Appreciate you as well. Much love to all of the ladies and the, guy, the fellas up in this thing. Appreciate you. And happy birthday to Pammy, man. Much love to her, man. She don't look 50 years old, girl. What you doing? Ain't no 50. Up here lying on the chat. All right. Much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all for being in the stream. All right. So with that being said, fam, we're going to get into some stuff, man, tonight. We're going to uh, go over some news notes and items, some articles. We'll play a video or two for you guys. Of course, uh, you know, we've seen Dennis Allen. He did something today. He talked about it. And I uh, hope you guys didn't need too much uh, because, you know, sometimes he can say some stuff to make you throw up. But Dr. Key, Dr. Key, shout out to you, Dr. Key. Good to see you, my brother in here. Appreciate you for being up in here. Huh? Girl, you need to stop lying. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, DJ Twigger, what's happening, man? Slim, shout out to you, brother. Good to see y'all. All, all the brothers and sisters in here. Much love to all y'all. I appreciate all y'all being in the stream all right so with that being said fam we're gonna get it going man we're gonna cover a couple of articles to get it going uh before we jump right into a few uh uh videos and i'm gonna try not to hold you guys too long tonight i ain't gonna do an extremely long stream today you know i don't want to do that you know i know we all be tired and everything so we're gonna get into it and this one's right here from nola.com's luke johnson did a really good article Entitled Saints should be getting one of their uh, getting one of the injured playmakers back this week. And I want to start with a bit of good news anyway about uh, about the Saints. So Saints will benefit from returning at least one offensive playmaker with a week eight game against the Colts. Dennis Allen said Jawan Johnson, who missed the last four games, the last month worth of football after suffering a calf injury in the pregame warm up to the Bucks loss is expected to return this week. And that's, that is very positive news. And of course we'll play Dennis Allen saying that in a little bit, Johnson looked primed for a breakout season when he was routinely lying, liking up with uh, Derek Hall for big games in the Saints defense. They were just getting that chemistry going. Hasn't materialized on the field yet this season. The three games Johnson's caught seven passes on 12 targets for 61 yards. His best game was the opener and he caught three passes for 36 with a long of 27. Despite hauling in 11 touchdowns last year, only one of Johnson's 12 targets this season came in the red zone 
an area where the Saints have struggled mightily. Jawan can help steal the Saints, or hopefully he can add something that's been missing in their offense so far. So hopefully that is good news for us to see about Jawan Johnson coming back. Another really good football player for us that Carr will overlook. So anyway, let's keep it moving and grooving and move on to this article right here. Uh, from last word sports says seven coaches that could be fired in the coming weeks as their teams continue to struggle and underperform. So this is their take on it about this. Some coaches that will be fired. And of course he has Dennis Allen on the top of the list. He says seven weeks of NFL action officially in the books, which means that head coaches will start being fired uh, rather sooner than later. The NFL is a performance based game. Tell the truth. And there is, a reason that the NFL unofficially stands for not for long. Several coaches on the list only recently started their careers as head coaches, while one other name is one of the most iconic football minds of his generation. So we ain't going to talk about the rest of them because we don't care. The only one we're looking at is Dennis Allen. So at the top of his list, he has a paragraph about him saying seven coaches that will be fired, Dennis Allen. Saints spent the offseason adding a new quarterback eating an absurd amount of money, of dead money, in order to earn a playoff spot in what was supposed to be a weak NFC South. Instead, the team is arguably worse now than what they were in 2023. Derek Carr is having one of the worst seasons of his career, second year wide out. Uh, Chris Olave appears unmotivated, and the team's currently three and four. With so many units are collectively not playing up to their potentials, you have to look at the coach. Dennis Allen crashed and burned during his first stint as a head coach with the Den Oakland Raiders, and it doesn't look like he's improved with time. So that was a very interesting uh, uh, breakdown. <laughs> Damn. All right. So anyway, uh, this is let me get my little two cents on this one, fam. What I really think about it, I don't think Dennis Allen is going nowhere. And I've said this before. The only way Dennis Allen does leave or go anywhere is if hmm, is if Dennis Allen doesn't win like he wins four or five games and then loses everything else, then the pressure will really be on. But even with that, the only way, even if he doesn't, he lose every game for the rest of the season. I think the Saints going to protect them. I'm serious. Uh, I just think that they're going to protect. Last year was probably the most pressure that they felt in a long time. They understand that the family members are fed up because they understood that, the Saints were only a game away from the playoffs in the nine and seven year, one game away, right? The Dennis Allen's first year when the team went seven and 10, that team was actually better than that team because it improved upon the previous team's mistakes. They had Jarvis Landry and all these other people here, right? Granted, we had some injuries, but at the end of the day, we had enough players to be able to win more than seven games, you know? Not to mention, we had injuries in that nine and seven year, too. So going backwards is the thing. If Dennis Allen didn't win any more games, it could really be tough on him. But I don't think he's that's not going to happen. The Saints are going to win under a Dennis Allen led team unless they can turn it around. Dennis Allen is going to win is this is how it's going to go. Dennis Allen to win just enough games to keep Mickey Loomis and them with excuse to keep him and to keep you from getting a top 10 first-round draft pick. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to protect this guy, you know, because they don't want to get rid of him right now. It's a cost to fire coaches. 
It's a cost. They're hiding his contract. There's only one big reason why you hide his contract because you don't want me to know how much you paying him. Now, why would you not want me to know how much you paying Dennis Allen? Because you're overpaying him. And if I and if we see that is the case, we're going to complain about that because he's not worth that amount of money. You're overpaying for a guy that has no credentials at being a successful head coach. That's the only reason why you didn't disclose the money aspect. And some people saying it's a league average contract. Oh, it's nothing to see here. It's just league average. If it was league average, why would they hold it and not disclose it to you? Why would they keep the terms of his contract secret? If it was league average, nobody keeps a league average contract secret from the people. The only reason why it's secret is because they're overpaying him. You know what I'm saying? It makes all the sense in the world. Now, I could be wrong. They could be doing it and say, hey, man, we just don't want to tell you what it is. Come on. We know every, what everybody makes. We know what they all make, but we don't know what Dennis make. It's a reason for that, bro. And then, of course, outside, like I said, I think the Saints are going to protect Dennis Allen. He's going to win if he don't, doesn't turn this around. And I really do think, like, the reason it, it, things can be fixed is this is not a non-fixable thing. And all of the stuff that's going on with the Saints offense is very fixable. It's, it is. It's very fixable. But you have to make the adjustments. You have to be decisive. You have to make decisive moves and you have to app operate as a decisive, smart, litigious or meticulous leader, which he's none of those things. And most of the time, the reason why he doesn't act is because he don't see it or he sees it and doesn't see it as a problem. Or he sees it and doesn't see it as a big enough problem for him to do something with. Hence, why is it always the same stuff up on the podium about we need to find stuff out? Dude, you're not trying to figure out the cure for cancer over here. I mean, seriously, dude. And by the way, why don't they just use artificial intelligence to come up with the cure for cancer? Huh? You've been studying this stuff, giving money to these people for 30 years. I remember reading studies when cancer was rare where they had to travel across the world to find a cancer case. Now it's everywhere. What's going on here? That's another story. That's just my little thinking in my head. That's how I be thinking of sometimes. It's like, man, why don't they just use artificial intelligence to come up with a cure for, you know, you know, whatever. But listen, what I'm saying at the end of the day, dealing with Dennis Allen is it, it, it doesn't come across his radar as important enough to say, we're going to do this. Now I'm going to just let Pete Carmichael handle it. Why is he letting P. Card Michael handle it? Because he knows that I'm going to sacrifice him. He's going to be on the chopping block before I do. That's why I turned the offense over to him. That's Pete's, that's Pete's unit. So if it burns, crashes and burns, that's all on Pete Carmichael. All I have to do is make a change and I'm saved for a year. Then they can come back and say, hey, man, it's just been one year with Carr. Man, you like he needs at least new two years to get his stuff going. Oh, that's that's how they're gonna spend it. And just to, and like I told you last year and the year before, uh, when we deal with these type of things, this is how they think because these are the the behavior patterns of people that want to hold on to the money. They don't want to pay money to release Dennis Allen, settle with him, and then go and find somebody else to do the job. That's extra money they have to spend, and they don't want to do that. 
it's cheaper to use the damage control team on you calling favors from people in the press to write fluffy articles. So I'm just giving you the game, man. Just giving you the game on how this stuff goes. It's a whole network set up to just keep on glossing over you. But credit to our reporter friends, they're on their own code with you now. But we're going to see how it all look when if some people start breaking ranks and start saying, hey, man, y'all need to chill out. It's just his Dennis Allen's second year, his first year with Carr. Carr is actually not a bad quarterback. They're just having some issues to iron out. Now, granted, look at the situation right now. We're in we're approaching week eight and your offense still can't score touchdowns without going into the two minute offense. Their regular offense when it gets down to the red zone, that's a problem. The red zone offense is a major problem. It's, it's psychological to a degree. And it really hands on is Dennis Allen picks this guy. So they're going to kind of ask for patience. That's what Mickey Loomis got up there and told everybody. I don't like to tell you. Hold on. You remember uh, 49ers and oh, listen, they scored 14 points and they scored 10 points. And look, that involved, that team scored 16 points. Hey, you know, and right now it's all and everything's going wrong right now. You know, and it's just low scoring right now. Every offense is struggling. I right, hold on. Uh, can I ask a question, Mickey? Yeah, you in the back. Yeah, uh, a quick question. Those teams that they were playing, when you were talking about the statistics, those teams that they were playing were actually pretty decent defensive teams. Well, that's, well, God damn it, that's not the point. The point is all these damn teams are scoring 16 and 15 and 14. Everybody's having problems, Q. I mean, God damn it, you know, but all hey, but but once again, most of the teams we're talking about, Mickey, those guys are actually winning. Your guys aren't. Your guys not winning. So you you you're using these scores, but that's not a really good example to help you. Well, god damn it, you know, that wasn't designed. Listen, I'll tell you something. That wasn't for you to do any research on. You just take that shit and, and swallow it. You know, it's just terrible, man. But at the end of the day, it's what we're dealing with, man. And we just have to understand how the game going. We just have to stay on our square. Bottom line, man. But anyway, let's move on to this, man. Let's get on over to this guy right here. <laughs> look how sneaky he look. <laughs> and let me tell you, man, I'm not mad at Dennis Allen. He's like, Q, why you ain't mad at Dennis Allen? Why you not mad at Dennis Allen? Uh, bro, I'm not mad at Dennis Allen, man. I'm t- I, I told you all this before. I'm not mad at Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen is, is, not, a, is not a successful head coach. <laughs> I mean, it's a good, simple, simple answer, right? And he never will be. This is the thing. He never is going to be. He's going to take that money and run eventually. He's protected. They're going to protect him. That's why and it's just a, well, a good, really good point a caller made. I don't know if it was the right or. We had a lot of callers on our last stream. Great stream, by the way. Uh, and I was to myself, I was like, ah, I don't know, uh, you know, about that. But he operates like a protected man. He don't. He's not. He's not feeling the same frustrations that you are. Like you can look at really good coaches, even at the college level, and see they frustrated. LSU, uh, you know, my squad, LSU, our terrific coach Brian Kelly, won everywhere. Every school he went to, he won. Left Notre Dame to go to LSU because he wanted to win a national championship. When he first came to LSU, he said, "My no, he said, what's your goals here? My, my goal is to beat Nick Saban. He beat Nick Saban in his first year, took the team to the SEC championship. They got beat by Georgia, the eventual national champion. You know, but your quarterback was banged up. 
And who knows what could have happened. They probably would have still lost, but it'd been more competitive. But that's not the point. The point is that you can tell a winning head coach when they lose, losing impacts them. You can see it in their face and their mannerisms, how they behave. You know, when they lose, it, it, it affects them. Because we all lose some games, but in the loss, you're supposed to learn from the losses that you have. And you're not supposed to lose to teams that you are talent, more talented than. And a lot of these games, the Saints are simply beating themselves. The red zone is a real problem. It's a real problem for the Saints and it's psychological now. So we'll see exactly what Dennis Allen is talking about in this interview. And we'll go from there. So, I mean, y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hear this, man. And uh, hear what Dennis say. I know y'all don't want to hear him, but let's just see what he's saying. And maybe we can kind of make sense of it and come up with our own stuff because he damn sure ain't going to give us no answers. Here we go. Substantially, you can share about what you were able to do over this time. Yeah, not, not, not really. I mean, we had a lot of good conversations with a lot of different people, um, things that we need to do better. Obviously, the specifics of what we, we have to do kind of remain in-house, but, um, you know, we know we have to play better. And uh, so we will. When you take a step back for like a couple of days and just maybe get off like the immediate, like into the next opponent, does it help you to identify some of those things? Yeah. Look, I mean, you know, when when you have a few extra days, it kind of gives you a little bit more opportunity to really, you know, kind of dive into some of the things, um, you know, I will say, you know, from a from an offensive perspective, you know, situational football, I think, is one thing that that has to be it has to be better, um, you know, because I think, like I said, the last couple of weeks, I feel like there's been, you know, I think we moved the ball at times um, and yet we stall out in the red zone or we're unable to convert third down. So, you know, that's a that's that's something that we've you know kind of taken a look at and. Uh, Figuring out some things that we can do better in those areas. Is it fair to say you all need these two days? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think you know, obviously, came in a good time for us and and um, gave the players a, an opportunity to kind of reset a little bit. Um, you know, and us as a as a coaching staff as well. And and so, I think we all utilize this time to kind of reflect on what we've done over the first seven games and where are some areas that we we need to improve and. And so we're hard at work now on on you know getting those areas improved. What trends have you noticed in the previous two games where your defense hasn't played the full four quarters that you guys were able to correct in the short time? I'm not sure I totally understand the question. Out of back first half against Houston and then same kind of similarity against Jacksonville. You know, how do you turn that around? Yeah, we look. Yeah, we just we got to start faster. You know, and. And so I think that that, you know, kind of boils down to our ability, you know, defensively to execute a little bit better. Um, You know, I don't think there's any one thing that, you know, I was able to identify like this is the, you know, the cause or the or the or the issue um, other than they've been able to create a few explosive plays early on in game. So I think we got to be better there. Did you determine any like substantial changes in coaching staff personnel or anything that, that will be noticed right away? No, no, um, no. We'll, um, you know, if we decide to make some changes, we'll let you know. But do you find that it's 
easier to make the adjustments with the same group instead of adding new variables. Do you find that you know on in game? So I think we got to be better there. Did you determine that any like substantial changes in coaching staff personnel or anything that, that will be noticed right away? No, no, um, no. We'll, um, you know, if we decide to make some changes, we'll let you know. But do you find that it's you noticed right away? on in game? So I think we got to be better there. Did you determine that any like substantial changes in coaching staff personnel or anything that, that will be noticed right away? No. No, um, no, we'll, um, you know, if we decide to make some changes, we'll let you know, but. <laughs> I do want y'all to gloss over that. Okay. I didn't want y'all to miss that. I played it back three times. I think it was three. It felt like 10, the way these, this do. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? That's Mike Triplett. Mike Triplett, I'm going to have to make it up an award and send it to Mike Triplett. He asks, he asks the best questions. He is the best question. Well, listen, there's two things that Mike Triplett does really well. He asks the best questions because he asks the most questions. <laughs> there is not one reporter in that damn building that asks as many questions as Mike Triplett and asks the best questions as Mike Triplett. He gets them in. But the big question that Mike Triplett asked him was, would there be any offensive changes? And Dennis Allen, look at him looking like, how dare you ask me that shit? Now look at his face. I'll punch you. Let's listen to it one more again. No, no. I think we got to be better there. Did you determine that any like substantial changes in coaching staff personnel or anything that, that will be noticed right away? No, no, um, no. We'll, um, you know, if we decide to make some changes, we'll let you know, but. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Oh, my goodness, man. I'm going crazy, man. Shout out to Brent, man. He says, for my girlfriend had car problems, I told her to call. <laughs> he said, I told her to call AAA. She said, why? Chipotle. 
for like Tupac said, no changes. All right, Brett. Shout out to you, Brett. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Oh, oh, my goodness, man. What's going on here, man? What is going on here, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, the triple it's like, okay, we got this is a long week. The Saints played on Thursday, right? It's almost, it's just, you might as well say it's Tuesday because Friday, I mean, uh, Monday is pretty much over with. The biggest question surrounding the Saints right now is changes to the offense because the offense is being is dragging everybody down. The offense is bad. Not the players are bad, but the collective uh, unit, the offense, is not very good right now. And that's hard for a lot of people to get that in their head because how could you not be anything but great with Elvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Taysom Hill? Jawan Johnson, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, Jimmy Graham, Foster Monroe, despite the drop. How could you be anything else, you know, other than great with that collection of great people? How could you not? So we kind of struggle with that reality that they're not good. So the, the problem is for change to happen, it has to happen on top of the team meaning in the offensive brain trust, if we want to call it that, in the room where the ideas come together at the coach's level. If, they, if you really want to see a change from the offense, it has to happen with the offensive decision makers. And for him, who obviously everybody sees it, they, I don't know how many damn people are looking at film. I've seen Chase Daniels, he got a channel. Uh, that somebody sent me. I didn't even know Chase Daniels had a damn channel, but he had a channel with a video somebody sent me. And I'm going to play it, a snippet of it with one of the throws. And he, <sighs> anyway, listen, this is all very, not confusing, but predictable. This is what I expected from Dennis Allen. And that's why I was telling you guys, I'm not mad at Dennis Allen. I'm really not. He's not. He, this, this is over his head. This is over his head. Over his head. This is as glaring as a car on fire in front of you. And you just looking at it like it's let's go roast some marshmallows. It's whatever. Dude, it's a freaking car on fire. Put it out before it sets the grass on fire and it gets to your house and burns your house down. Do something about it. Just don't sit up there. Do something. He won't do nothing. He's going to sit put, and he has a long week to decide on what they're going to do. This is why this guy is going to lose. It's not I mean, misplaced trust in his people. It's the fact that this is a performance-based business, like we read from the article. This is a, a traditional thought process in the very competitive world of professional sports because there's money involved. People are not going to give up the hard earned money and the money constantly being devalued every day. You got to white, you got to work twice as hard to earn a dollar than you did yesterday. It's hard. And the situation is getting more and more complicated from a monetary standpoint. People are pinching pennies. Food is expensive. Gas is getting going high or whatever. And you got a lot of stuff going on that's expensive. So for people to take their 
extra money that could be used to put on a savings or hell, a, you know, wire up or juice up the insurance policies, get their estate plans together. Shit that could really impact the, their own families. They're taking it and giving it to their ass. So when that happens, we want to see a better product on the field. Having a man that doesn't understand that it's time to make a change doesn't help you. And that's why his offensive room is a wreck. That's why the quarterback is fussing with the wide receivers. That's why the quarterback is fussing at the offensive coordinator. That's why everybody's frustrated, defending each other outside in social media. He just sits up there and don't do anything. It's all fine in, in Derek. I mean, in Dennis Allen's world, there's no fire in him. It's no intensity in him. There's no, I'm going to go and fix this. Not we're going to find it, but no, listen to the words they use. That's how you could tell the difference between a winner and a loser. Even if you're in a situation that you don't like or you don't prefer, you don't fixate on the situation you're in. You look at where you want to be and you talk like you're there. That's how that goes. If there's a problem with the team, I'm going to do everything I can to fix this. I'm going to, and you hear it, not just spill, like and people's jobs are not going to be safe. We're going to make the changes. And then when the time come to make the changes, we ain't making no changes yet. And it's going, it's, it's Tuesday. You might as well say it's Tuesday already. Long week. It's crazy, man. Man asked him, did you make any changes? He ain't asked in terms of on the field. He asked him about his coaches. Did you make any coaches? Oh, no, no, no. We ain't make no changes. Why not? I would have said, why not? Def, def, defend this comp. Defend this logic. If this was not logic, it's stupidity. But defend this stupidity you're doing here, bro. Defend it. All right, Brent says, DA copies and paste. Creative leader, no way. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate you, bro. He also says, for football is our therapy. That's why we need more therapy. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, man, this is this is really interesting, man. But I'm not mad at Dennis Allen because I know who he is and I know what he isn't. So let's finish up with this. That This guy just told you he's not making any changes in the offensive coaches staff. Here we go. Do you find that it's easier to make the adjustments with the same group instead of adding new variables and is that an easier thing to try to try to address? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you get in the middle of the season and, and you know, there's generally not a lot of people from outside your building that are coming in that are going to make, you know, significant changes. So um, we've got our guys and, and um, we're going to be hard at work at trying to fix some issues. Okay. All right. Next reporter, even really good question. Is it is it harder for you to find somebody outside the building to help you? See, that was the, the reporters are being respectful of Dennis Allen, right? Because the man asked him why pretty much asked him why he's not making the changes. And we're not looking for somebody to come from outside of the building. We talking about a guy that's in the building that's in the same offensive room with P. Carmichael to make the change. And he just ran right around it. He knows what he's trying. He knows what they're hitting on. He knows 
that everybody says, why not get Ronald Curry a chance to call the plays? Let Pete Carmichael have the damn offensive coordinator title. Who gives a damn? Let him have. He had that title when Sean Payton was here. He wasn't the offensive coordinator. It was a useless, baseless title when he had it under Sean Payton. He was a quarterback's coach in a in the what you would call it the uh, the waffle the offensive Waffle House menu put togetherer. That's what I called him. He puts together. He used to put together Sean Payton's Waffle House menu. That's what he did. That big offensive sheet that looked like you go on the Waffle House to order a grand slam. That's what the hell he was doing and for laminating it with the colors and everything. Who cares? Let him have the damn title, but let Ronald Curry call the game. Let's see if that's a change. If that can be something that changes the offense, let that be the case. Incredibly crazy. And then he sits up here with this, this dead possum stare on his face. And I'm swear these people are, his spirit animal must be a possum. And Pete Carmichael's spirit animal, <laughs> it must be a, 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 a mouse. He looks like a mouse. Just put a put a damn piece, of, some whiskers on his damn face, man. And I can see what he when Halloween roll around, Dennis Allen's going to dress up as a possum. And Pete Carmichael's going to dress up as a musketeer, except he's going to be a mouse in the musketeer uniform. He's going to look like he's going to put a pair of whiskers on him and, and just, you know, make his... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, people go drive me crazy, man. They go drive me crazy. All right, uh, Brent says for any changes in the field, no changes in the office. Yeah, no, no changes, Brent. You heard the man out of his mouth, bro. Yeah, come on, man. That's hey, bro, it. come on now, dog. Come on, man. That's right, Brent. That deserved to come on, man. This dude gonna sit up here with this dead possum stare and gonna tell us to our human faces from his possum face that we're not going to have any offensive changes and not even Curry gets an opportunity to call the plays for real. This will be a supreme time to let him do that. Allow him to do that right now with an extended week. Why not? Let's get that going. But anyway, let's finish up on this, man. Then we're going to move on. Let's go. What can you share? Like how close do you think are with getting Derek Carr specifically on page with this new offense and, and, and get the best. Out. Yeah, look again, I, I mean, you know, I think we're, I think we've been closer in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, um, Hey bro, come on now. Dog. And I think, you know, we've been better up front and yet I, I think we have to be better up front. Um, you know, so, uh, look, I think we're closer, but, um, we need to start, you know, seeing some better results. When you see like some of the frustrations flowing over like on the field and stuff like that, like, what do you guys have to do to make sure that doesn't become like a thing and kind of make sure we're on the same page? You know, um, you know, if we're on the same page and everybody's operating the same exact way, then you know, you don't usually have those things. So um yeah, we gotta be on the same page. Was that something that had to be addressed in particular? I mean, some of it seems to I think there's a lot of that that we've yeah, I think there's a lot of that that we've talked about. Um you know, and then ultimately, you know, it's really moving forward. Do do those things, you know, get corrected? Things, um, yes, obviously, obviously, some issue last year. How? What's the saying, family? What's the saying that? What what is it? The 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 uh, man. I'm just. 
I'm all discombobulated, man, with this 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 thought process, all the hearing this stuff. What's the saying about getting ch- for change happening? What's the do it? Damn, I can't even think about it right now. This dude got me all scrambled up. The definition for insanity. Could somebody put that in the chat and I'll highlight you? What is the definition of insanity? What's the definition of insanity? Right? I know it. I just want y'all to put it in the chat. I'm going to highlight it and put it on the screen. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. While Dennis Allen talks, because I don't understand how they're going to change if you're not making any changes. Change requires change. Is that a is that an incredibly difficult concept for people to get? I mean, seriously, think about it. If you want to change, you got to change. <laughs> if you don't change, you will stay the same. How are you supposed to change if you're not changing anything? I mean, is this, what is going on here? Thank you, Willie. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I'm going to leave that up there for a time. But all I'm saying is, how is Dennis Allen, and I really want to know, why is Dennis Allen saying these things and promising change but not delivering any change? They asked him, was he going to change any of the coaches in the offensive room? He said no. But I'll let you know. The next question says, well, is you know, is it hard to make a change when you bring somebody that's outside the building in? And, yeah, we understand what the guy was trying to get him to do. It's like any change that's going to happen, realistically speaking, will be guys that are actually inside of the offensive room. Meaning the only change that you can really do that can help the offense from a offensive assistant level is Ronald Curry calling the plays. We all know that. Also, some other change could be him sitting Derek Carr down because Derek Carr is not well enough to play. Derek Carr is hurt. Derek Carr can't even throw the ball across his body without falling or not falling over, but bending over in excruciating pain. Derek Carr is not well. Derek Carr needs to be set down. He needs to be set down for a couple of weeks and let him heal up. The man is not well. So we need to get some, get the backup quarterback in there, give him some extended reps so he can get prepared, start operating with the three running back scenario, get the three running backs going and find yourself a fullback. I like the Colin Sanders scenario. 
Saunders move as a fullback, but let's find a, a big fullback. Even we got a trade for him, give up a six round pick or something like that and get us a fullback that can really punch open the, some of these holes so that our running back can get to the second and the third levels. Why they don't have to get beat up by linebackers trying to shoot the gap. Just saying that's change. That's stuff that we not seeing. That's change, not going into it, doing the same shit over and over again. Here go Dennis Allen. Philly, same play caller there. Um, they do some kind of similar things that they did that, that game against you. Yeah, there's probably some similarities there in terms of, uh, you know, what they're doing from a, a schematic standpoint. Um, you know, I think the last few days have been spent more on us than they have been, you know, on Indy. So, you know probably a little early for me to, you know, give you a real good evaluation on, you know, where I think, where I think they are. Um, Cause I think, you know, it's, you know, over the last few days has been more about us. You mentioned that over the past couple of weeks, feels like things are a little bit closer. Can you highlight a couple of the things that demonstrate that? Well, I, I just think, you know, when you look at it and the ball's, you know, getting down the field, um, you know, we've been able to amass some yards, um, but we haven't gotten, you know, the finishing results. And that's where I, you know, talk about early on, you know, situational football and being better on, you know, third down and being better in the red zone, you know, and if we get better in those areas, then we'll be able to convert more uh, and we'll be able to finish off, you know, more of these drives. And do you feel comfortable that some of the adjust or that, that kicking game as well was yeah. Yeah. It, look, I mean, I, I think that that has to be better, um, you know, and and I know that they're, you know, not in age necessarily, but by experience, they're young players. Um, but, you know, we got to we have to, you know, we got to make our field goals, you know, and we got to, you know, and at the in the critical moment, we got to be able to get a punt off to, you know, change the field. So, um I think that's that's all part part of you know what we're looking at. Is Jawan Johnson's injury kind of followed like a timeline that y'all were expecting with that? Yeah, I, I think um, you know I'm expecting him to you know hopefully be back this week. Um, you know maybe be a little bit limited early on in the week, but I think he's at a point now where um, you know I feel pretty confident that there's a good chance that we'll have him available. You could add- like what, what sort of element does he bring that you feel kind of had to miss the last couple of weeks? Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, he kind of has a little bit of receiver to him in terms of how he runs his routes. And so I think there's an element to the passing game that I think he can bring to us. Um, although I feel like, you know, Taysom's made some, some real strides in the passing game over the last couple of weeks. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get him back in the mix. I think it just adds another weapon that we can, you know, we can utilize. You say get everyone on the same page. Is that like receivers spending more time with Derek after practice to get? There's a lot that's included in that. You know, I think, um, you know, some of the things that we've talked about is, is in terms of how we meet, you know, um, how we prepare, um, spend a little bit of time after practice, some of those things that, you know, I think um, we've looked at, a, you know. Oh, 
Oh, why'd you shut up, Esther? You just keep sucking on that sucker sucker. <laughs> shut your double-breasted lips. <laughs> he who keep running thy lippies will get their lippies splitted with one of these. How'd you like one across your lip? Will you shut up? Oh. <laughs> Take your hands off me. I ain't had my tetanus shot yet. <laughs> mouth of thy mouth. <laughs> How'd you shut your face? Sure that we're on the same page. You mentioned that I think it was a couple weeks ago that um, you expected growing pains and it kind of wasn't a surprise necessarily what was going on over on the offensive side. Are you still kind of in that time frame? Or is it now? I think it's time for those to be done with. And what would you say, sort of, just the demeanor of the of the team? Is? I think our guys came in, um, you know, with a with a good demeanor today. Um, you know, I, and I don't think demeanor's ever really been, you know, uh, the issue. Um, I think we've had really good practices. Um, I just don't think we've performed on game day as well as we need to, and so. Um, I think we're going to have to take some of those things that we're working on in practice and, and we're going to have to get those, you know, executed in the game. And, and uh, I think there's a lot that goes into that. Oh, my God. This guy. Wow. Shout out to Brent, man. He said, I feel sorry for that possum. <laughs> he says the same thing and expects changes. He does, Brent. Uh, for DA two days. Uh, a goal we were not halfway into the season right and then for now he says two days later da says we halfway into the season <laughs> yeah he's definitely I, I mean the man is is over his head fam thank you bro i'm gonna say thank you thank you very much picking me up bringing me back to this i mean i just think it's incredibly insane where I got one question for the family members, yo. And this is for everybody, man. All the queens and kings of the coma, do me a service. Number one, hit the like button. That's number one. Number two, answer this question for me. Where is Mickey Loomis with Dennis Allen sitting up here on the Monday press conference? saying that they will that he's not making any changes to the offense. Where is Mickey Loomis at? That's his boss, this guy's boss. Now I know Dennis Allen doesn't know any better because he's not a head coach. I mean he's head coach in title only, but he's not a real head coach. He is not a real head coach. But general manager Mickey Loomis is supposed to know better. Where, 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 where is Mickey Loomis to stop all this from going on and to force Dennis Allen to make changes in his offensive room? Where Dennis Allen at? I mean, Mickey, where's Mickey at in this whole situation? Where is he? Where the hell is Mickey Loomis? That's the question I got for the great Saint Think Tank. Where is Mickey Loomis? Dennis Allen doesn't know any better, man. He doesn't. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know what he's doing. Isn't it evident? Isn't it clear? 
But Mickey Loomis supposed to know better. Where is Mickey Loomis at? Where is he? So he's saying, Dennis Carr and Mickey remind me of the Three Stooges. Gundam says, Mike knows this DA project is in full crash mode. Loomis is sitting up in his chair supporting people that are good guys instead of good coaches and managers to help. All right, Gardner says smoking crack in the night. What? Hold on now. I don't do that. I don't do that yet. Barbara says trying to figure out how to put this, put out this fire. Mickey's going to say anything right now. He's not going to say anything right now because DA is pointing the finger away from himself. Saints for Life says Loomis needs to be on the hot seat. His decisions have crippled his organization, and now we are screwed for the next two to three years at minimum. Bad decisions everywhere. Dana says, boy, scouts show more leadership than DA. Marlon Mall says Mickey spouse supposed to, excuse me, Mickey's supposed to keep that, you know, thing on him. That's right. He's supposed to make sure he he's watching him. L dub says, sorry to hear that. All right, hold on. Brother Pat Rich was in here. All right, I didn't. I must have missed this chat. All right, I didn't see what was going on. All right, Chris uh Michael says Chris Olavi got arrested. Uh, I don't know. Did I don't think he did. I didn't heard that. Greg, what's up, bro? Says DA don't know better. He doesn't know any better, bro. Isn't it obvious? Is this the face of a man? I'm not trying to disparage Dennis Allen, man. Because like I said, I'm not mad at Dennis Allen. I understand Dennis Allen. I understand him. Really, I do. I understand DA. I'm not mad at Dennis Allen. I've been saying that. A lot of people are, and I'm not mad at Dennis Allen because I know Dennis Allen is not a successful head coach. He couldn't guide you to a successful picnic. I'm sorry he couldn't. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't successfully guide anybody anywhere. He's not a head coach. He's just a defensive coordinator. He is not a head coach. He's not a successful head coach. Hard boy, uh, hard boy, uh, hard boy hitter says he hiding. And that ain't the first time, bro. Remember last year, y'all put one in the chat if y'all remember this last year, when right at right after the end of the season and they lost and they missed the playoffs. They were supposed to do an end of the season press conference and the and the press conference didn't happen. It went like weeks past its time when it was supposed to. They ran and ran from the question. Then they say, oh, yeah, he'll be back at a certain point, then ran away. And they ran for a while until the draft came around right before the draft came around. It was a long time before they really sat down and started answering questions on what's going on with this team. They ran. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Then Mickey came back and said some lame excuse that he was upset and he needed time to cool off. No, if you was upset and you needed time to cool off, you would have done something about this. We wouldn't be going through this right now. Everybody can see this man is not a head coach. He's not a head coach. He's not a head coach, man. Said Miss Loomis is at Disney World. Charles said, I think Loomis is behind all of this. Saints for Life says, exactly, Q. 
Where is Mickey at? He's hiding out there somewhere. Uh, Slim says Mickey drunk on <laughs> on, daiquiri, on prune daiquiris. Oh, clam chowder daiquiris. Hold on now, Slim. Don't put that shit on me. Say it right. Avis, what's up, bro? Appreciate you for being here. All right. Uh, Chantel says Mickey's at Disney World. Okay. Christopher says he did reckless operation today. DA is like stubborn and slow. I mean, it's it, the dude is, it, I don't say he's stubborn. I just think Dennis Allen really do believe in his heart of hearts that he's doing the right thing. He really believes that he doesn't have, he doesn't have the discernment. He doesn't have clairvoyance, the ability to foresee or look into and see what events that you're making and how they can lead. Sometimes you got to have an imagination to be able to see down the street and see which roads you and you have to go. And if you don't have that, then you have to have trusted people around you that you can say, what do I need to do? You need to make a change, you know, and for him to sit up here and say that he was going to make a change last week and then don't make a change this week is hypocritical. And then you start losing even more respect, not only the reporters, but also from the people, the supporters of the team. And that's when you're going to be in trouble. See, they can't protect you up to a certain point. Let me tell you, if you're really serious about getting Dennis Allen, I'll give everybody a surefire way to get Dennis Allen out of here. Stop going to the games. Don't buy any more of their merchandise. I've been saying this now for how many years now? Y'all tell me. When the team stinks, you can show some resolve here and don't support the team. And people like, do you have some people that will blindly still go because they'll say, I'm still a Saint person. I'm still going to go down there and show my money. You know, that, that, that's, that's to me, they're in the minority versus the rest of the people that have some common sense here. You don't support a bad product and it is PR or brainwashing to tell you that you're supposed to support something when it's not respecting you. That's not how this goes. This is a, this is a two-way street. This is a two-way street. It's a get, that's, the, that's the organic law of the universe is a two-way street. It's a give and a get. It's a give and it's get, and it's a constant motion. It's give and get, give and get. It's breathe and exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. It's a balance, a natural, organic flow to how things work. That's why so many of capital, uh, the capitalist mentality of the people that love money so much, they want to capitalize, use a lot of nature terms. They they call money currency, like currency the currency of electricity or current that flows. A lot of that stuff ties to how you would grow stuff from the ground. A lot of it does apply because they, it's counterfeited from the natural organic way how things are supposed to work. And people, fanatics are programmed to think that you're supposed to be, even though this is bottoming out, you're supposed to still pump your money into it, even though they disrespecting you. No, no. You know, and then those people don't even matter anymore because it's not enough of them anymore because people are changing their minds and they're waking up. They finally understanding that they have power and only a fool doesn't use their power. And only a fool don't use their power, then advocate their power to somebody else so they can brutalize them. So, I mean, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. But like I said, and I like I said again. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, you hold on, Jerry. You're like this possum looking some bitch up here. Jerry, crazy. 
Oh man, that's funny, man. Jerry says, Can you change the <laughs> y'all crazy, man? All right. All right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brent. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you, bro. But indeed, K Briggs says, that's right, Q. You said it is one as to stop going to the game, also stop buying. You got to stop. You got to execute. You don't have to do it for long. Hey, remember back in the day, family? Remember they had the old bus boycotts back in, what was it, uh, the Montgomery bus boycotts back, back in the 60s with the civil rights um, marches and movements that happened back in the day when you couldn't sit where it was the whole Rosa Park fiasco. Like she had to sit back and, you know, she told her to get to the back of the bus and you're like, I won't sit where I won't sit. I'm tired. And then it was a whole whoop to do about where she sat at and all that. And what did they do? What did Martin Luther King and, and the leaders did? They said, man, we're going to carpool. You know, we're going to ride bikes. We're going to do all this. We're not going to get on that damn bus. And what happened? Them people was begging for people to get back on that bus. Hell, you can drive the damn bus. Hell, just come on back and ride again. You, you almost bankrupted the bus company. So, I mean, that was an exercise of economic power. And God knows they don't want you to do that. Now, if you got on code right now and told them, listen, we ain't put nothing down, they would get rid of that guy lickety split because they nobody comes between their money. Nobody comes between their money. And we finally getting there. I've been saying and visualizing this for years. I wanted to see us get there. People as a collective get there where they control these teams with their dollars. I'm, that's what I've been looking for for a long time. So it's good to say, see most of that coming true. But anyway, let's keep it moving, man. Let me get into this last one right here. And this is um, and this is from um, Chase Daniels. Chase Daniels has a channel and somebody sent me this. And I just wanted to spend this for the family members so that they can see um, this video that he was talking about. And it's tied to, I think, the the throw, the crystal, the, the, the sought after crystal lobby throw. That everybody was talking about the fact that the the throw was uh, off or whatever the case may have been, and you know how the how how the, how the ball went, how the you know where who was at fault and all this kind of stuff. Listen to Chase Daniels' breakdown on his fan. Here we go. These money downs. This is where the Saints really struggle. These third downs and these fourth downs right here. And to me, this is the one that's communication issue. And Chris Olave just completely stops running. Okay, this is not a communication issue with me. All this is he's got a clear out in, in about. Eight years of running this offense, okay? It's a little out route and a little in and then a deep route. This is a play that... Hold on. Give me just a second, fam. Let me... Uh, <clears throat> let me kind of get the, that off the field so y'all... Hold on here. Hold on. Give me just a second. Let me get that back up for y'all so y'all can see it. Because <clears throat> it's very interesting how he breaks this down. And he shows... And this is coming from Chase Daniels. Remember Chase Daniels? Um was a backup quarterback here. He was supposed to be the successor to Drew Brees. And, um, you know, he got up out of here um, because they overpaid for, well, Philly paid for him and kind of overpaid for him in my opinion. But uh, but listen to what he says on this very, this is the route right here that all of them talking about, about Chris Olave stopping on the route. Listen to this. Right here. And to me, this is the one that's communication issue. And Chris Olave just completely stops running. Okay, this is not a communication issue with me. All this is, he's got a clear out. In, in about eight years of running this offense, okay, it's a little out route and a little in and then a deep route. This is a play they love running in two minutes. In this quarter's coverage, look, I've never seen a quarterback in this offense throw this ball. I get it. However, 
I just think the ball goes right here and you're going to see this as it goes out. This to me was not a communication issue. This to me was Derek Carr trying to do too much and trying to throw the ball where the ball shouldn't go. Cause I want you to watch Taysom on this out route. If he throws it there, it's a huge gain on third down. Okay. This was talked about because look, he doesn't think he's getting the ball. I know Dennis Allen came out and said he's wrong, but at the end of the day, if Derek Carr just goes through his progressions, there to there to there, you've got completions. I don't know why you're taking this off route go ball into quarters. This to me, I thought was on Derek. I know Olave got a lot of crap for it and he stopped running. Okay. I get it. But at the end of the day, if you just take, if you just take this out route, which no one's there, I'm gonna try to pause it. That's the defender covering this out route. This out route's wide open. This safety's trying to help out. All right. And Olave just stops running. That that's 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 what this was for me right here. All right. What else we got? Couple. All right. So Chase Daniels, who is right, he ran, he was down here and ran this offense for a long time. And for Chase Daniels, the saying he breaks it down and says that the target should have been Taysom because he had the spot. And, of course, you can look at the footage, and it shows that he has uh, at least two receivers that were wide open. He didn't go through his progression. And this is what I'm saying. Like, it happens fast, and I'm looking at the film. We did the play-by-play last Thursday, and I'm like, this guy's not going. I said it, and I said it the last show, the last play-by-play show we did, and I told you, I'll say family. This guy is not going through his progressions. And he'll look at a guy, try to force the ball in there, or what he'll do is he'll do like a rough, like a like a rush through the progressions when he doesn't see anything. Like he'll look and like he's scared. Like he'll do a rush thing through the progressions and then check it down. But like I'm saying, like, damn, this is a lot of checking down. And when you're checking it down that much, that means you're not looking, you're not seeing the field. So he's not comfortable. Even with the example that he just showed, you can see that Derek Carr didn't even go through his progressions on that play. He just tried to force the ball downfield. And then he blames Chris Olave for not going to get the ball, even though the ball, he didn't even throw the ball inbound. He threw the freaking ball out of bounds and started pointing, which really kind of messed with me. And I'm saying, hold on. That kind of gave me an insight into Carr's psyche as a as a quarterback. And I was like, hold on, man. Why would you why why would you behave that badly? Why would you be behave that badly? Why would you why would you behave that badly? Why would you put on, you know, an act like that? Why would you go on unless you're trying to distract them from the fact that you're playing bad? Then you come off the field and you fuss and cuss at Pete Carmichael. Dennis Allen backs him up and says, yeah, it was on Chris Olave. What else, what else Dennis Allen going to do? He's going to ride with the – he's at tied to the hip with that guy. If that guy goes down, he goes down with him. Bottom line. So, but the problem was when Dennis Allen sided with Chris with, with Derek Carr, Michael Thomas side, sided with Chris Olave. So, and if, if Michael is siding with him, you better believe Rashid Shaheed siding with him. They know what time it is. And then all of a sudden you got like a split there where you need them guys to work together. And you got your quarterback who don't know. I'm going to say this again. Derek Carr don't know this offense better than anybody that's there. He doesn't know it more than Jameis. He doesn't know it more than Elvin. He doesn't know it more than Mike, who he was fussing at one time, by the way. He don't know it more than Taysom. He doesn't know it more than Chris Olave. He doesn't know it more than Rashid Shaheed. And these guys are in their second year. Everybody that he's throwing the ball to know that offense more than he does. 
So I don't like how he's behaving. And I use the term petulant. I kept saying this dude's like a petulant child out here. You know, and he gets in the press conference, say, I, I get my passion. And no, that's not passion, brother. That's not passion, dude. That's that's the wrong energy. That doesn't come what you're doing on the field don't come across as passionate. That don't come across. It come it comes across as being petulant, immature, irrational, stupid, back ass. And throw some old words in there, family, of what you interpret his behavior for. And I'm looking at, I know passion because I'm passionate. I'm a passionate dude. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But with I seen from him, that's not, that is irresponsible. That is un, That is not characteristic of a leader that anybody wants to follow. He's not humble. He cussing and fussing at people, talking about you running the wrong route. When you're going, you ain't even going through your progression. You're trying to force the ball down the field. So, I mean, take, and that's why I was saying, I was telling people, somebody, some guy in the comment section said, man, ain't no iron team. Yeah, some iron team with somebody getting paid. If everybody, it was all about I, everybody be making the same goddamn money. There's an I in there somewhere. There's an I in there somewhere. Because I'm pretty sure the third, the, the second or third string tight end would love to make $150 million. Somewhere along the line, the I becomes a part of the equation. That's how the money's set. That's how the contracts are set. They're not set. Like, let me go ahead and get my team paid. Hey, y'all, y'all want five extra million on your contract. No, it don't work like that. Everybody is for themselves. They say that team shit to... At, at a point, but there's individuals operating that the team is comprised of. And the individuals don't come together unless the individual gets paid. Then he joins the team. So it's an I before the team. <laughs> Kick that shit to somebody else. Ain't no I in team, boy. You better get your tech mobile plan looking ass out of here. I'm saying at the end of the day, man, we grown folks here, man. We having a discussion about how this really looks. And it is an I before the team. That's how the money in play. If there wasn't, everybody be making around the same amount of money. 
It's an I principle. Best believe it, man. Don't, don't fall for that. But this is the reality. And let me ask, and like, like some of the family members threw some names in there, man. Throw some terms. What do you see Derek Carr? And I'm not disparaging Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I really do. I just don't like this behavior that he's displaying as he's trying to be the leader of the Saints offense. This won't endear you to these people that you're trying to make win, fool. This is not an endearing quality as, a, as people want to be led. And the reality is the Saints don't need no savior. You're not a, and listen, you're not a savior, bro. Let me get you straight. The team spent $150 million on you because Dennis Allen, dumbass, wanted you to, to, to take the job. The reality is at the end of the day is we could have we could have smartly drafted a quarterback. Hell, the last couple of years, there were several quarterbacks that was available. It's quite ironic how the Saints pass on these people that are now players in the league and then sit up here and get their ass kicked by them every every year. And we sit up here telling you I was doing scouting reports on these guys. We knew who Deshaun Watson was when he came out of Clemson, that he would be a good player. Hell, I was the one pushing for these for these people, call trying to get them to draft Jalen Hurt. I was like, man, y'all need to get Jalen Hurt, get Jalen Hurt. Now all of a sudden, we looking around for a guy, and this guy here can't even endear himself to people that bit. They don't need you to be no damn leader. You the captain of the team, but you know less than everybody in there, fool. What you going to teach these people that they don't know? You might know some principles of the West Coast offense that you had when you were with the Raiders, but obviously this shade of the offense that's with the Saints is different than what you knew when you was there because you're struggling your ass off to get it. So, I mean, it's crazy, man. So, anyway, let me see some of the names. PSTD, good old boy club. What's some of the names? How do you guys describe? I'm going to give you an opportunity to highlight you. How do you guys describe the behavior that you're seeing from Carr fussing and all this has became a bit of shenanigans shenanigans around the team. A lot of this stuff is simply what we don't need to see right now going into week number eight. The team is three and four, you know, and they're saying it's the only three and four. We only one game under 500 and you lose games one at a time, fam. You don't just wake up next day. You three, three games under 500 don't work like that. You lose games one game at a time just like you win games one game at a time and lo and behold you turn around and look who among you would tell me that going into week eight the Saints will be three and four after looking at the schedule and even though that's a weak indicator of what it's going to look like but you're facing a lot of rookie quarterbacks which means it should be a lot of success you're not playing a lot of heavy-handed playoff teams like Patrick Mahomes and all these other clubs Jalen Hurts you're not playing those guys you're playing teams or rookie quarterbacks Teams that were losing teams last year that's trying to figure it out. You playing Tampa Bay with a Tom Brady's gone. The team's basically bottomed out. And you get beat 26 to 9 by that team in your own building. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Lamar Jackson was another one. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. Yeah, use yeah, weak. Some of the names. So Joe says weak, use car road rage, <laughs> locker room cancer. All right, what's up, Trey? Shout out to you. It's cars. LeBron like <laughs> mania. Yeah, we got a lot of crazy delusional. Here's another one. Delusional. That behavior is not passion, bro. Like I said, I can see passion, and that is not a passion that you're not exhibiting passion, bro. You are that it's the wrong energy. 
All right, brother Eric says Q cars like John McEnroe was in tennis. Yes, you remember how Mac? I hated McEnroe, man. I just wanted to just just punch him down and kick him in the stomach and and slam that rack on top of his head. That's what I wanted to do because he was such a crybaby, man. Such a they let him get away with that crap too. They let him get away with it. All right, yeah, but this is yeah. They go barber with the big words. Well, how, how you say that, Bar- Barbara? She says car is. I ain't gonna even try to mess with that one, Barbara. You got that one. I'm gonna get that one to you, baby. I ain't gonna, <laughs> gonna try to mess with that one, girl. I ain't gonna try to mess with that one, girl. You you got that one. Barbara is well educated. She is a very intelligent woman. Charles says Q Carr is doing that because he 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 says he's us missing players when they open. Okay, he's missing players when they open and throwing fly routes. He, on third and three that's stupid yeah i think it's the yeah, i'm gonna be honest with you i think it's a distractionary measure it's a measure that he it's a weasel it's a weasel method like like you'll do something wrong and try and try to s- distract people by saying no he did this wrong when he wasn't even supposed to be the one you go through on that route and if he was the one you supposed to go to why you ain't throw the ball out front of him why you ain't lead him why you didn't throw the ball? Why why did it go 10 yards out of bounds if he was the guy? Well, he wasn't in line right there. We're going. No. They had two guys open up on the route. You why didn't you go to Taysom? Why didn't you go across the guy in the deep cross route? Why didn't you do that? But he won't hear that discussion. Dennis Allen then backs car without even thinking. So I mean, it, that is like it's like you do break, you know, you you know, you throw, you know, you throwing rocks, then hide your hand and just say it was that guy. He did it. That's what that was. That was a mechanism he did because that dude getting really, he getting really killed in the press. The national press is lighting him up because a lot of them don't like him. I know the PFF guy don't like him. He said he got him blocked on Twitter. That car blocked him. And he'd been going at him. I've been seeing videos from him. He'd been really going after him. He'd been getting a lot of heat from the national press. He'd been getting a lot of heat from the family base and the supporters. He's been catching a lot of heat, and instead of facing the music and using the eye principle all the time, he's going away from that, and and just just ridiculous. It ain't gonna work, man. You got to change it. Then you got Dennis Allen standing up here, and, and <laughs> yeah, Dennis Allen standing up here looking at you. <laughs> Smallville says MT and Cam. And Jay advocated for a car for this car wreck to be here. Well, they got what they wanted. Thanks to Tannehill that we are not two and five. He got the game. All right. Thank you, Smallville. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Far too kind. Oh. Yeah. He, yeah. I know. You've been saying it, Barbara. He's been flaming on car, man. He's been tearing him up. All right. What's up, Marishka? She says, Alabi was arrested for drunk. Oh, really? What? I didn't even get that. Something popped up on my phone. I didn't even look at it. Yeah, it just happened. 41 minutes. I thought y'all was joking, man. <laughs> Hold on here. Boy, ain't this. Look at look what's going on here, family. What the hell is going on here with the Saints, man? It's going going crazy. It's, it's Chris Olave never had no problem until right now, man. Didn't have no problem with nothing until right now. Hold on, fam. Let me get the report for us. Let's go over it right here, man. Thank y'all for letting me know, man. I was about to get on up out of here, man. Hold on. I'm about to share the screen with y'all. Y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hear this. This is the report right here uh, from um, Chris Olave, man. 
no problems at all until car comes down here in the next how ironic is it i'm not trying to make fun fam but how ironic it is that car Derek carr and pete car michael is tearing up the saints offense and chris olavi is driving reckless in his car this is all crazy that's saints player on the current roster has allegedly been arrested that's right. The sports director, Fletcher Mackle, live on set with us right now. Fletcher, what do we know? Yeah, Kenner Police just confirmed to us that Chris Olave was arrested for reckless driving in Kenner. He was driving 35 miles an hour over the speed limit. He did not resist arrest. He is at the Kenner jail being processed right now. We'll have more information. This is a developing story. But again, Chris Olave arrested in Kenner for reckless operation of a motor vehicle. And much more, of course, on the morning news and online, WDSU.com. Chris Olave, man. Never, I never, Chris Olave, dude. Chris Olave. To, and I did research on Chris Olave. The dude has been a model citizen, been a model person when he was Ohio State. The couple of, you know, the years here, he's a model, model citizen. And it's really ridiculous that people are accusing him of being a person that breaks off a routes, not running routes, and then they calling him slacking and all that. Sla oh, he's a slacker. That's not something you tell a Chris Olave, who's a guy that's a perfectionist, who really played. Now, a lot of we've seen over the last couple of weeks, we've seen frustration from our wide receivers, Michael Thomas hands it, handled it better because he's a veteran. He's been here for a while. He's been a part of the NFL lifestyle for a while. Chris Olave's in his second year, so he's pretty much still a young player. He got a lot to learn, you know, and for him to be driving 35 miles, I think they're 35 mile per hour over the speed limit or whatever the case may be. Not exactly robbing a bank or, or uh, beating people on a, on a beach with belts or, on some Michael Irvin stuff caught with cocaine or whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know, you know, it's just ridiculous, man, how, you know, all this stuff is going on. And when this, when this, when does Dennis Allen get control of his team? When does he get in control of the team and make it work? To me, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, That Dennis Allen is losing. And you see Chris Olave operating like that's not even that man's M.O. You know, that's really disrespectful to even consider him to be a slacking person. Any flack you need to do, it need to go on. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, 
Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Derek Carr, and it needs to go on Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. That's the top three people keep talking about this, that, and the third. Uh, but listen, it's not indicative or either he's not pinpointed to just Chris Olave. We've seen Rashid Shaheed. He was crying. He was frustrated. Michael Thomas said he was uh, frustrated. Chris Olave's obviously frustrated. Elvin Kamara was frustrated. Jameis Winston was frustrated. We've seen so much frustration from our key offensive people. That is ridiculous. And the only people that you're not seeing any frustration from is the the, the game callers. You see a, you see the players are frustrated because you can see their emotion. These other guys are bureaucrats. They're politician types. You don't see any frustration from Dennis Allen. He don't even know what planet he's on. You look at Pete Carmichael. He ready for Halloween. Just give him the whiskers. So, I mean, it's just these people are totally just incompetent, man. At some point, they are totally lacking leadership ability, totally lack, lacking the ability to shut the locker room down and address issues inside of the locker room where they don't bleed out and your team start cracking up. Because this is not even an MO for a Chris Olave to be even much doing that, even though he was just speeding, he'll pay a ticket or whatever. And But for him to you know be that frustrated, and these guys are frustrated, man. And then the reality is Dennis Allen got up here and I know they heard it. They was listening like me and you were listening. Said there'll be no changes to the offensive room after an extended period of time when they lost to the Jaguars. He's not going to even change nothing. I'll let you know. This is what this idiot said here today. So, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't blame Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen doesn't know what he's doing. It is, it's the truth. I know it sounds crazy, but Dennis Allen doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know. It's not his fault that he's a dumbass. He just he doesn't know. He doesn't know, and he and he's not going. He's not going to learn it because he's not capable of learning. He doesn't want to learn that. I was saying that. I was like, listen, he's cool. He's cool in his comfort zone, and he's not coming out of that comfort zone. That offense is on them. He don't understand that he's the head coach, and you got to make the changes to the room, even if it's something as simple as saying we're going to make we're going to let uh, Ronald Curry call the plays this week. We're going, Derek, we're going to sit, and this is just me. This is what I would do to fix the team in the interim. I'm serious. This is what I would do. Number one, I would let Ronald Curry call the plays this week just for a change. Just for a change, let Ronald Curry call the plays, right? On an extended, on a long week, this is the proper time to do that. Like, you got a lot of days here. Let you Let Ronald Curry get comfortable. Let him call the plays, right? You don't even have to say Pete Carmichael loses his coordinator job. Let Pete Carmichael keep the the offensive coordinator job. He had it when Sean Payton was here. It didn't mean nothing when he had it with Payton. 
So it don't mean nothing now. Let Curry call the plays. That's number one. Number two, I would bench Derek Carr. Why bench Carr, Q? Because he stinks? No, I'm benching him because he hurt. Carr is hurt. He is not healthy. His arm is, is not what it's supposed to be, and he can't throw across his body. You've seen what he looked like when he tried to throw across his body. He bent over in pain like somebody took a hammer and took it to his ribs. The dude is obviously not well. He needs to be set down for at least a couple of weeks. Let him heal up. And I would start Jameis on a long week, get him fully prepared with Ronald Curry as the offensive coordinator. This is what I would do. And then the other thing I would do, besides adding some of those nuances the Saints picked up from the Jaguars game when they used the two-minute offense to spur him, the Colin Saunders fullback move was smart, but I would also go and see if I can find a real fullback. I mean, a real full, even if I got to trade a six-round pick for a guy, I will go out and see if I can find a fullback that would punch holes open so my running backs like Kamara, Jamal Williams, and Kendra Miller can follow him in there on that power eye. Seriously, that's what I would do. I would would give me a real fullback to lead, a lead back, a fullback that can punch them holes open and them guys follow him in there. I wouldn't run Elvin Kamara and all these guys naked into so they have to beat a guy and let that fullback take that 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 guy out and let him run behind him. I mean, a real mean fullback. If I got to go and find one, I'll find one that that nasty that'll help punch them holes open. You know, that'll be three things I would do just for the offense. And all of that is, that's at every level. That addresses the playmaker, the decision maker in the offensive room, the top decision maker in terms of making the, the plays. We got to change there at the offensive coordinator level. There's a change there. There's a quarter a quarterback change, so there's change there where they're more familiar with and friendlier with Jameis Winston than they are with Derek Carr. So they allowed Derek. I'm not benching him for the whole season, mind you. I'm sitting him down for a couple of weeks so he can get well. Let him chill out and watch the game from the bench. Let him hold the clipboard and and work it from that angle. Let him see the game from the bench while he heals up. You got a perfect reason to sit him down because he banged up. Let Jameis get in there and do that and use the running game with the blocking. That's three things going back to the running attack with a new fullback, using some of the two the two minute offense nuances, mixing a few things because I know Curry will get the slants going. I know Curry is to do the end arounds. I know Curry will get that stuff going. He'll add some more pizzazz to the team because I know that's some of the stuff that he would implement because he would be told that and would listen by guys like Mike Thomas and the rest of them guys. Their input would matter with Ronald Curry. So you'll see slants more. You'll see the end arounds. You'll see some of the flies and all this kind of stuff. You'll see more of that out there because he'll take more instruction from those guys. As opposed to Pete Carmichael, he get the play goal, the play call in Holy Ghost and end up forgetting which personnel he need to move in and add out and what he need to do, all this kind of stuff. He just called it up to a point and then just everything goes out the window. So that's what I would do if I was Dennis Allen. That's the moves that I would make. Because it's all sensible. It's all very sensible. And they don't require anybody going outside the building. Now, you might need to find you a fullback. But outside of that, what the fullback need to know? Just go up there and knock that guy on his ass. Punch open that hole. Find the nastiest fullback that you can find in the free agent market or even trade for him. What, you give up a six-round pick for a, 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 a knock-you-on-your-ass fullback? I don't care. Give up the stinking-ass six-round pick or whatever it is. To get a guy that can knock some sense, you know, punch open a hole for your running back so they don't have to endure that punishment. That's just three examples that I would do to kind of change things with the offense. But I would not go into 
the Indianapolis game with the same old shit. Now, they probably will win the game. I think Chantel asked me who's going to win. I think the Saints probably are going to win this game. But listen, it ain't going to be easy. If you watch that Cleveland game, portions of that Cleveland game, they played Cleveland back and forth, and ultimately Cleveland ended up winning. But Indianapolis showed, showed a lot of heart. And usually when they got teams like that, that that show a lot of heart, like what Green Bay showed and what um, like Houston showed, the Saints don't beat those teams. But you got a gutsy, a gut, and even though they're missing their quarterback, their rookie quarterback, Gardner Minshew's in there. And they played really, and they, they lost the game, but they fought their tails off in that game. So if you got a team with a big heart, the Saints struggle against them. They struggle against teams that have a, you know, that, that have that never say die mentality or have the will to win. They don't outwill these teams. It's crazy, man. A cult should be a team we, we should be able to beat and get back to 500. But like I said, if no, but the thing is, you're not going to beat too many people with this offensive mindset. You're not changing anything. And what you're doing is not winning games and you refuse to change. How do you make sense of that? How do you get up and tell people that we looking for a solution, but you're not changing anything? How, how are we, you see, it's just, and, and this is, this is, this is Dennis Allen. This is Dennis Allen. It's what it is. So anyway, I just think it's sad, man, at the end of the day. Man, it's sad, man. All right, Painful Truth says, Q, your mind's timing people out without warning. What, what's going on, fam? Who's timing out who? What's going on without warning? Okay, I know we got some sharpshooters. Could y'all please shoot one across the bow before you take the top off? It's not very nice to just snipe a piece of their head off. <laughs> Without firing a one. They're not wasting bullets tonight. That's what's going on. <laughs> All right, bro. That's my bad, man. The mods, are, they didn't wasting bullets. They must have got them on discount uh, from uh, the bullet barn or something going on. I don't know what the hell going on, but uh, y'all please can please give warning shots before uh, you take tops off. That's all I'm before you shoot people's uh, uh, their uh, starter hats off their heads and they, uh, you know, stuff like that. Please give warning shots. <laughs> They got a wholesale, they bought, uh, they got the wholesale bullets uh, today. So you know how that goes, fam. So it's all right. I Smallville says, Q, every team that we're playing backups are doing very well. It is indeed crazy, man. That whole Chris Olave story tonight, him getting in trouble for driving. Uh, It's, it's, it's. Okay, Barbara says, if you cussed or insulted someone, you're liable to get timed out. Okay, thank you, Barbara. Appreciate you. Yeah, the, the family trying to keep the chat clean, man. Everybody deserves a respectful chat. So, you know, we upstanding in here. We won't, we won't play. And then again, the family members in here are very wealthy, and they got a, a discount card at the Bullet Barn. And they have all type of ammunition that they have, and they are ready to shoot it. Let me tell you something. It's like 4th of July in the chat, so y'all be, be careful of what y'all say. In the chat. Christopher says, Carr is so petty he would put butter on the football so James would throw an interception. Carr said, D.A. Uh, Carr, C.D.A. I told you James can't hold the ball. Put me in, coach. Yes. <laughs> He's petty. No, but I think what was going on, what I, what I think was going on with the whole Carr things, like I said, it was a distraction. I think he, he feeling the heat. 
and that and this is and that's not a good sign. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. I do think Carr is not a trash quarterback. I think he's hurt. I'm giving all of that up to him being hurt because he didn't look this like some of these games we watching him play. He didn't look this bad when he was with the Raiders. And I'm saying what's going on is he feeling the pressure of a hundred and fifty million dollar contract. He's trying to be a leader and you can't lead because you got paid. You can't do that here. This is not a bullcrap organization that just needed you to come on and save him. Derek Carr, the Saints do not need you to be a savior. Just do your damn job. That's all you need to do. Everybody in the offense knows the offense better than you do. Is that understood? Everybody in the offense knows the offense better than you do, including Trevor Penning. Everybody knows the offense better than you do. You are nobody's savior. All you are is the uh, overpaid quarterback for the New Orleans Saints that just need to make the go through the progressions and make the damn passes on time to our fantastic skill set wide receivers and skilled people, period. Hand the damn ball off. Get your ass out of the way. We don't need you to be a savior. You're nobody's savior. You hadn't even won a playoff game. So you need to get yourself together because you will not get their respect by acting like that. You're going to get yourself separated is what you're going to get done. You're not going to earn respect uh, uh, blaming other people for issues. And even if it was Chris Olave's fault, and I ain't, I ain't saying it is, but even if it was, what about all that other shit you was doing out there? What about all the other shit you've been doing in his previous games and losses when you've been stinking it up? Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. What about all that? You going to pinpoint that and talk about that? that you threw interceptions that you wasn't supposed to throw, you throw into areas of the field you're not supposed to throw to? You going to talk about all that? No, you're not going to talk about that. You know why you're not going to talk about that? Because you don't want all of the all of the negative press. You don't want to stand before the world and take it. But you can take the money, can't you? See, that's the thing. Don't take the money. If you take the money, you're going to take everything that comes with it, good and bad. I said this on other show. These guys want to come down here and take this money and think that they can disappear and shrink when they have bad bad performances and then stand before you like a giant when they have good performances. No, no, this is not going to work. If you take that money, you're going to take everything that come with the money. If you go out there and you stink, you stand up there and say, it's my fault. You don't say we need to play better. Well, what else you supposed to say, Q? You're supposed to say I. Speak for your damn self. When you start doing that, you're going to get everybody else that will start respecting you. 
I wish your dumbass coach did that. And, but then again, he fall in with his coach too. But Dennis Allen don't want to take no heat either. He'll shrink in, but he'll take, he'll say, we need to play better. We need to make changes. And he the one that need to do the changes. Who else going to make the changes for the football team? If not you, Mickey, you know, so like I said, man, it's a, it's a terrible situation that we facing with this team. And that's why you kind of look at the thumbnail. <laughs> you see a burnt out ass call behind him staring at it. That's you. That's just how you look to us right now. You look pretty burnt out, bro. You look pretty tore up. Yeah, there's a lot of car problems going on because Carr is not taking responsibility entirely for the things that he's doing and it's causing things to be fractured in the locker room. And what really, like, really steams me is when he fusses and cusses at these people and then apologizes to them and then do the same thing the next week. That's another thing that I really can't stand. That means you are, uh, 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 you don't really mean what you're saying if you're doing that, which means that they'll lose respect for you because you're not, you're not real. You're not going to be, if you really mean that you wouldn't be fussing and cussing and pointing and blaming people. And then you go and say, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then do it the next week. That means you're a hypocrite. You're crazy and you can't be trusted. Anyway, that's going to do it for the show family. That's enough on that, man. Listen, are we going to be on Patreon tomorrow? I appreciate the 200 plus people in the building. Almost 12 o'clock tonight. Y'all hit the like button. Please feel free to share the show on your social media feed. I'm not happy about the Chris Olave news that we just seen. The Chris Olave caught speeding um, in his car. And we got car problems all together. It's really ironic how this is all playing out, right? We got car Michael, the offensive coordinator problems. We got car, the quarterback problems. And then we got our top wide receiver speeding in his car. It's all, it's all car, it's all car impacted, man. All this is car problems. It's all car impacted. So this is not a good omen or a good symbol, period. Starting off the week, fam. I'm just gonna keep it a buck clean with you. This is this is this is not a good way to start off the week. And Dennis Allen compounds it by telling people that there will be no changes in the offensive coaching rankings, meaning there will be no Ronald Curry calling the plays. Not now. And if anything, it should have started Monday. It should have started last week. They promised us changes. There will be no changes. So Dennis Allen is a liar. He is also crazy. He's also uh, over his head. He's also incredibly blind. He's a lot of things. I can call him a lot of things, but you, da- I damn sure ain't going to uh, call him a winner because that's something that he is simply not. Man, not a winner. He's, he's over his head. And Mickey freaking Loomis, where are you, dude? Where are you to demand? See, if, if Dennis Allen is crazy enough not to make the changes, Mickey Loomis should be on his show to say, hold on, hold on now, Dennis, hold on. What did you tell those folks? Well, I told them I ain't going to be making any changes, Mickey. Well, I don't lie now, God damn it. I, I'm like, no lie. What you mean? No changes. Well, this offense sucks, man. I, I'm not playing with any intelligence. And what do you, what do you mean? You know, be no changes. What are you talking about? Well, you know, I don't feel it need to be any changes, Mickey. You know, you know, you know, uh, you know, this thing, uh, you know, well, Mickey, uh, uh, it's not going to, you know, you know, we, I, I looked at it. Uh, I don't think there's, there needs to be any changes. Uh, we need to see what we can do something different. Uh, but we're not going to do anything. We're not going to make any changes right now. 
Um, all right, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. You mean to tell me you're not going to make any changes? These goddamn guys, let me tell you something. These guys, they're all calling me and all. Like, it's going crazy around here. Well, um, goddamn it, you're going to make some changes. I'm sorry to do this, Dennis, but I'm uh, you act like you're crazy. Uh, you're, 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 you're crazy. I'm going to have to step in here. You're going to make some goddamn changes. I'm stepping up. I'm putting my I'm, listen, I'm putting my foot in here now. You're going to make some damn changes. You're going to change that play caller. That's what you're going to do. You know? And they're not happy. This ain't five years ago where we can roll out the PR team and they'll change their mind. You know, they're on us. They're on our ass today. You're going to make these goddamn changes, Dennis. Well, Mickey, uh, it's my team. Uh, when you hired me, you told me uh, I can be able to do what I want. Um. What the, what is this arm? Um, what is this? What is arm? Um, what is what is he doing? What is um? We're gonna we're gonna make some changes. Um, what 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 is what's going on here? What's 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 <laughs> crazy? <laughs> uh, um, Grace Saint Think Tank. Um, I appreciate y'all for chiming in. Um, gonna be back on Patreon. Um, Tuesday. Um, um, y'all can join Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the pro media network. Um, and we'll be going over some stuff on, um, and we'll figure it out. Um, it's, what is that? What, what <laughs> he does that all the time. He does the crap all of the, um, oh, what's, um, what, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> crazy man i don't know what to tell y'all man listen i love y'all i appreciate y'all um but i'm gonna let y'all <laughs> uh, there's be no changes there'll be no changes in the office of rome let me get this straight let me recap the show before i leave okay let me get this straight there'll be no changes this week he'll let us know so p carmichael goes in at it for another week There'll be no change at the quarterback position with, with Carr because he obviously is hurt, but we're going to roll him out there anyway. Um, And then Chris Olave tonight was caught speeding. He's frustrated. The wide receivers, all of them frustrated. Our skill set people are frustrated, and there'll be no changes. Let's just get that straight. Um, So with that being said, I just wanted to make sure I got all that straight. I'm going to holler at y'all on the next one, man. I'll see y'all, my family members on Patreon tomorrow. And uh, remember, the simulation will be rolling tomorrow for the Saints and the Indianapolis Colts. The simulation is six and one. It is six and one on the season. It has a better record than the Saints. The simulation is six and one. It shows. Um, it shows one wrong game. It picked the Saints to beat the Texans, and it was wrong. But it is six and one on the season, which is still very good. Very good for the simulation. That'll be played tomorrow. We'll also have the Pelican Post Game Report preview, a regular season preview show tomorrow. DC, Lexa will be there. And y'all can join us on the Pelican Post Game Report. But also tomorrow, we'll also be on our Patreon special as well. So with that being said, I'm going to holler at y'all on the next one. Much love. And that to you. Yeah. 
Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Don't like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. We're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That and all of us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.